Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome everybody to episode 203 of the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh and today I am joined by a very special guest, Jacob Hopkins. How you doing, Jacob? I'm doing awesome, man. How have you been? I, I've been doing great. Um, so, so Jacob, let's... Uh, well, first off, welcome to the show, man. It's it's really cool to you know talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, no problem. And you are like we have we do have a lot of you know voice actors that are on here that are primarily voice actors, but you do both. Like you're a you know you're you're an actor and you also do voiceover. So uh, you're one of the very few. I think like you and like Phil Lamar are, like right up there on our list of you know actors <laughs> and voice actors. So congrats. Yeah, thanks, man. It's definitely really fun uh, doing both for sure. And and yeah, you've been on you've been on the Goldbergs. Uh, you were uh, Gumball in the Amazing World of Gumball. Uh, you're currently uh, in Dragons, uh, ri- uh, Rescue Riders. You've been in True Blood. I mean, you've been kind of all over the gaff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, starting at like the age of four, I uh, I tended to like you know, really experiment what I uh, wanted to really do, like where I found my home. And it ended up being both. I actually started in uh, live action, and like my first big thing was, yeah, True Blood, you've done your homework, man. I, I um, do, I, I try and, uh, sometimes. <laughs> and you've done a great, great job. Um, yeah, True Blood, yeah, that, that, that was a trip. Uh, I was nine years old doing that, and I was like the most like powerful vampire on the elite authority of vampires and it was crazy it was like it was like a nine-year-old boy's dream come true i was obsessed with monsters at the time and i remember like i remember being like enthralled with like uh frankenstein and dracula and you know i mean i I was hitting the peak of like not the peak but like the entrance to comic book reading and and for me it started with that and um and and that was awesome uh and and so i i kind of like made my home into the uh, live-action world. And around the age of 10 is when I realized that, wait a second, cartoons, I could do that. <laughs> and I had grown up on, like, uh, on everything on Boomerang now, like uh, the Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Laboratory, Looney Tunes, see, just a bunch of cartoons see, that, that I grew that, that hurts my that hurts my soul. Because you're talking, yeah, that was a you know boomerang. I'm like, I was around when that came out <laughs> on Cartoon Network. Like, no, when that no, premiered. It was, I think it was a, yeah, it was on Cartoon Network for me. I'm pretty sure, but like nowadays, it's on uh, yeah, boomerang, yeah. like at Ed and Eddie. But uh, but I I think I made it a little late to the party. Like I I was watching it like two years before Boomerang ended up being created. And was like, hey. We're gonna have all these retired cartoons. That uh, even hurts me to say that. But. Oh, and I was, yeah. So, anyways, I was like, wait, I could do that. So, um, my first, I, I got into uh, voiceover when I was ten, and my first audition was Gumball, which is pretty crazy to say. Like that, that's pretty surreal. I mean, yeah, and starting off, like, you know, pretty strong first, with one of the most popular yeah, sorry, Cartoon yeah. Network shows in in that 2000 like 2010s era so i think you did okay oh yeah yeah i think you did well there <laughs> i think i think you did pretty well i, th- I think i did yeah <laughs> um yeah that that was great though i mean that that was i learned everything i knew about voiceover from that world and um 
and I love it. It's it's definitely a new uh, spectrum of acting because like in live action acting, you know, it's like you have these set of rules that you have to follow. Uh, like you you can't just you know go crazy unless you're Jim Carrey, which by any case go for it. But yeah, like have, have you seen if the you're Sonic in a Sonic movie? I I haven't. I've heard oh. really really good things about it. I was a little hesitant to watch it because I was like I just don't know if it's gonna. But I've I've heard it's really good. Yeah, uh, Jim Carrey's hilarious. It, it feels the, the, the animation looks great. Yeah, it, it feels like there there were definitely you know good chunks of that movie where they were just like Jim, just be Jim, have at it, just do whatever you want to do, and we're just <laughs> gonna record it. Right, right, man. Yeah. Um, by any case, yeah. I mean, like Jim Carrey can do both, but like with with the exception of that insanely talented man, you know, there's a, there's some set of rules. You know, you got to be real. It's like real life. Whereas on, you know, like voiceover with cartoons, you can be as crazy, crazy and zany as you want. I mean, just take a look at Tom Kenny or, yeah. you know, I mean, like they, they just go for it. And that that was – that's what was really appealing to me as a kid because not only was I doing what I loved and what I grew up on, but – like, if you give a 10-year-old a, a the opportunity to, like, go crazy, then that they're – and get paid for it, like, it's just – there's no stopping you, you know? <laughs> so, okay, so, so you started off, you know, you, you did your True Blood, and then you, got, um, then you got the role of Gumball. So how did acting kind of, like, start for you? Like, were you – you know, as a child, were your parents like, hey, we need to get him into acting school? Were you like the class clown? How, how, it, how did it kind of, you know, come together for you? It's, uh, it's actually pretty interesting. My dad used to be um, an actor, and, uh, and, he, and he never really, like, had, like, this prospect, like, my son's going to be an actor one day. You know, he, he, you know, would support me in anything I would choose to do. But um, one fateful day when I was, like, four years old, um, I was running errands with him. And, uh, and we stopped by his agents, and they just thought I was really talkative and had a lot of personality, and that's definitely what agents are looking for in, in child actors. And they were just saying, oh, well, who's this one? Is this your kid? Does he want to act? And I perked up. I'm like, yeah, sure. What's acting? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, throw, kind of like, not thrown, but like I was obviously guided by my parents into this new world, but it's... It's definitely very different. Um, as a as a kid, you know, it, it's like it's like playing pretend, but officially, you know, it's like it's like playing house, but everyone's watching. Like it it was very odd, and it was a little bit difficult for me to wrap my head around because I kind of like thought of the the TV world as like this this separate world. <laughs> Like, you know, how kids—they just think like, how do they? How do those guys get in that box? Yeah. How does that work? And like, like, at four years old, yeah, exactly. Like, at, at like such a young age, I found out, and like my entire view on the world was just transformed. And I, uh, and it was really cool, though. Like, ev everything about it is just awesome. Yeah, because like I, I remember when I was growing up, like, I didn't know what you know voice actors were or anything like that. So whenever you know I saw something like a cartoon or anything, you'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. That's that person." Like I, I you, yeah, you, no, you knew it was like I drawn and thought. everything and animated, but it was never like you like at least to me like growing up, it was never I associate 
this person with this character. Like, it took me, I don't know, tell you, maybe it was yeah. like 9 or 10, and then I was like, oh, those people, they're real, <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, like, it's really funny, when I go to um, conventions to um, do, like, gumball uh, panels and autograph sessions and everything, um, and I meet, uh, I meet a lot of people, and um, there's a lot of, th there's a big demographic that Gumball has created, you know, there's definitely your uh, adults, teenagers, preteens, but then you get these, uh, these little kids, and, and sometimes they're really cool about it, sometimes they're really hyper, but sometimes they walk up and they're so confused, like, wait, that's the, that's the guy that... And they look at the picture, and then they look at me, and they're like, that's not... They, they're like, they can't fathom it. <laughs> yeah, like, you're... Unfortunately, you're not a, a small blue cat boy. Yeah, which which I would preferably would want to be, of course. No doubt about it, but... Unfortunately, sadly. Uh, so so you, you got into acting, you know, pretty young. Like, what were some of your, you know, influences, uh, like, acting-wise? Like, what... Wow, thank you, motorcycle. That was really cool on this nice <laughs> small street, right? Um, uh, yeah, like what were some of your acting influence? Like, was there a uh, special, like a certain actor or anything that you know you kind of looked up to, kind of expired to be, kind of like based your style off of them? Yeah, I definitely. Um, I, I learned most of what I know uh, from my dad because mm -hmm. he he was the one, you know, the, the actor before me. <laughs> like my father before me, and uh, and yeah. so you're basically but, a Jedi, um, is what is what you're saying. You're, yeah, you're like, no, you're like a Luke Skywalker in voice acting. Yeah, that's basically, and Mark Hamill's a voice actor too, so it fits perfectly. Um, I would say that I kind of just based it off of real life experience acting. In order to be like a good actor, you got to know people, and that's always what I've been told by other actors and coaches and everything is that. Um, acting is basically just being yourself and putting a twist on it. And you got to know how people act, like how they would respond to things or talk about things, inflections in their voice and everything. And I just kind of based that on my real-life experience. Um, but, of course, I drew a lot of inspiration from various actors, you know, watching how they act. That's always a, definitely a really good idea. Um, I, I'm totally in love with Jack Nicholson movies. Those are great. Like uh, his Joker, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Shining. Um, he's a supernatural actor. And that's kind of like a double entendre. Like he's, yeah, he's a super natural, relaxed actor, yeah. but there's something about him that's just like That's above a little bit supernatural, us. yeah. Yeah, right, right. He's, there's something about him that's really interesting. And I think that's what makes a really good actor is that, yeah, you could be a really good actor by being really real, but if you find that spark in you that ma that like separates you from like from the boys and the men, then that's, that's what really makes you an interesting actor. And I guess I, like, I don't, pretend to be like Jack Nicholson that's never good to like you know literally imp like impersonate someone and for the rest of your life but like it's it's like that 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 spark that he has inspired me I guess I would say to like find a spark for myself you know I feel like every actor out there should find something that makes them different and unique nice that's that's a fantastic act I, I was going to ask later um, do you have any 
you know, advice for up and coming, you know, actors and everything. You pretty much just nail it right out there on the head. Yeah, no, that's definitely advice right there. Find something that makes you stand out, you know, for sure. Oh, man. Well, I'm just going to mark that question off. Don't even got to answer that anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, so what about, um, you know, movies or, like, series or anything? Like, is there anything that uh, – well, first off, what was something, you know, uh, when you were, you know, a little bit younger, what was something that, you know, you were really into as opposed to now? Like, what's something that you're really into? Um, when I grew up, I was super into Dora the Explorer. Like I was, that was my jam. And now I'm all like Dragon Ball Z and My Hero Academia. And I'm like, yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> a bit. Yeah. It's like, it, but there's, hey, I, I, there's a difference yeah, a between, bit, you know, but it like, shows you right uh, there. it's like, like where's boots to, you know, Kamehameha. It's, it, it's, it's a small, <laughs> it's a small difference, but it is a big difference. It's it's a it's a it's a difference, and it just shows you right there how like, I, like I was watching that as a baby, dude, and like that was a cartoon right there, and I like I developed a love for cartoons at such a young age. Like, yeah, of course they're vastly different, but in in the end they're cartoons, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's what's really cool to me about them is it's it's a whole different world, and a lot of them are different, but it's all it's all the same world. <laughs> what's your favorite movie? Oh man! Yeah, you're, you're this asking is a hard one. Like, put some, if, if you ever want to, you know, really get to know somebody, pop at like on the spot, just like, what's your favorite movie? You know, they'll it'll just be like, oh shoot. Yeah. Well, if I say this, like, it, there's there's your favorite movie, and then there's like the favorite movie that you tell people is your favorite movie. You know what I mean? There's like that guilty pleasure <laughs> like, movie, and then there's like, oh, this is the one that I tell real people. It's like you say, yeah, my favorite movie is Shutter Island, Island, but then on the inside you're like, I really don't want to tell him it's Jason X. <laughs> um, I guess my yeah, – I, I actually think I just said it. Um, Shutter Jason Island X, I with, agree. Uh, oh, you know, oh, Shutter Island. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> Jason uh, – yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like Jason in space? All right, let me give you a rundown of Jason X. <laughs> Jason has been dead for a long time, and the space crew of the year 30,000 million in the future, they find Jason in uh, the Earth, and they decide to resurrect him because the Jason crew really needed to make another movie. Uh, so, yeah, I guess Jason X is my favorite movie. Uh, please edit that out. <laughs> no, I, I was literally pulling up Jason X so I could make sure... That what you were saying was okay, true. No, and I'm gar- I guarantee you that's real. That's a real movie, and I can't believe it exists. Yeah, like, however, a team of students awakens him on a spaceship in the year 2455. <laughs> Good lord, my friend. No, it's actually... It has a whole... It has a Metacritic score of a whopping 25. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually more than I thought it would get. <laughs> Ugh, no, okay, but yeah, Shutter Island. Have you seen Shutter Island? Uh, Leo, right? Yeah, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. That was it's got that like, was one of those ones that I I, I didn't watch. Um, I, I I worked at a movie theater, and that movie uh-huh. like it came out when I was working at the movie theater, and it was one of those. It was so busy that I didn't want to see it, just because yeah, like, like well, it was you. Kind of fell overrated. Yeah, like, and, when, like you when probably could never. Yeah, when, when you when you work at a movie theater, it's one of those where things get hype, like Cars, like the movie Cars, fantastic movie Pixar. But 
when I was yeah. working at the movie theater, we were giving out these little packs of like cars cards and kids would open mm -hmm. them and like throw them on the ground and you can't sweep up a card because it's flat and glossy. <laughs> And then a child, like, we were also doing this promotion where we're like, you can get these cool Welch's, you know, cars-shaped, you know, cherry Lightning McQueen gummies. And a child ate them and then threw them up and in the middle of the movie, but then <gasps> didn't tell us. So waited until after the movie was done. And then the mom came, oh, by the way, my son threw up, you know, these cherry gummies in the thing. And then, because, you know, vomit, is it's easy when it's in one contained place, but a movie theater slopes. Right. So it just kind of went all a the bit, way down. Yeah. And, yeah, that was a fun night. And little did you realize that he actually ate the car as toys. Yeah, it's like... And I that's hate... another story for another day. <laughs> yeah, so, like, to me, like, Cars, I'm like, I hate Cars. It's an awful movie. Everyone who sees that movie is awful. <laughs> Like, it's just bad. They should never have made it. Then they made sequels, and I'm like, why? Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, seeing it, you know, there, I'm just like, no. And like, that was the same way with Shutter Island. Like, a lot of people were in there. A lot of people would sneak in alcohol to go see it, and, like, we would have to clean that up. So it's I was just like, I don't ever want to see Shutter Island. I love Leo, and I don't want to <laughs> see it. Yeah, and like what's ironic about it, like, because that's funny you say so many people went to see it. I think it's like his most underrated film. Like, if you were to ask someone, like, oh, their favorite Leo movie, the majority of the time they'll probably say something like The what Titanic, you, you know, oh, but. Not what do you think of Okay. <laughs> but they'll never say Shutter Island, and it makes me feel like nobody saw it, and it's super duper good. It's like twist after twist, Mark Ruffalo's in it, Ben Kingsley. It's great. I really, really love that movie. I don't want to give away anything, because like the entire thing ugh, is just like a one giant, huge secret twist. Yeah, Like so if, if everybody's it's listening, really go see Shutter Island. came out in 2010, yeah. or was it 2009? It was like, I think it was, pretty sure it was 10, yeah. 10, okay. Yeah, I just remember, So like, you know, comic like, stretch. That was, uh, that was a, that was a movie. Um, but, <laughs> um, so, uh, what, what about now? Like, what are you, what are you into now? Like, are you, you know, you watching The Witcher? You, you know, into McMillions? Seems like a lot. What's that? So it seems like a lot of people, like, it's like when McMillions first started, people were like, yeah, let's watch that. And now we're like almost done and like. I don't watch that anymore. I got bored. McDonald's. And you're like, <laughs> all right, sorry. Like, they kind of let you know I what like... you were signing up for. <laughs> well, I kind of, like, got into The Witcher. I watched uh, the first couple episodes, and um, I fell behind because I um, my, my parents suggested this show called Lost from 2006. You mean the and, best um, show that ABC has ever produced next to Alien? Yeah, dude. Yes. Yes. It's so good. And I, I kind of stopped watching The Witcher because I got so invested in Lost. And um, ugh, if you haven't seen Lost, anybody who's listening, then you need to go see that. that it's a, It was from 2006 to... Oh man, no, maybe it was 2004 to 2010. Like, it lasted six yeah. years. It was, oh man, I yeah. love that show so much. Like, how far, how, have you finished it? No, I'm in like the middle of season five. Okay. And, and there's six seasons. Yeah. So I'm on the part where, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to say. 
I, here's the thing. But, uh, I think it's okay for spoilers. It's been 10 years. Okay. All right. So here's what we'll do. Like, I- I'm like going to say spoiler right now. So if you don't want to listen to the spoiler, then scrub it. Ed to like, I guess whatever timestamp you could post or something. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go thir- but, here, uh, here we go. We're gonna do thirty seconds on Lost. So okay, skip to thirty seconds right now. Okay. All right. So the the thing I really like about Lost is right right now I'm on the middle of season five. It's where Saeed has just shot a uh, child Ben. Oh god. Um, because like he he uh he went back in time into the 70s along with Jin and Sawyer and the gang and um he feels like his purpose is to kill Ben as a kid and the the episode ended on that so we don't know like what is going to happen to Ben now cuz the episode ended on that uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at now, but I really love all the characters. Um, I think my favorite is Sawyer. Um, he started out as like that, uh, con man, criminal, bad guy, don't like him. And he, he has like the best arc in the show where he becomes this really badass hero type and saves everyone. He's a leader now, strategist. He's great. Love him. And that's a 30, I think we did We went over seconds, 30 right? seconds. I'm going to go my 30 okay. seconds now. Get ready, guys. Here we go. All right. That's uh, your 30 so, seconds. Okay, so when I, was, when, like, when I was watching it, like, you were in either one of two camps. You were in the Jack camp or you were in the Sawyer camp. So it was definitely mm-hmm. those two different camps. And then yeah. Kate was just bouncing around in the middle because she's Kate. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, but, because uh, she does that. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh. Sawyer in um, but I, episode, I really but... liked Charlie. Charlie was like <laughs> one of my favorite characters, just because like oh, yeah. you see his growth, and then yeah, the Charlie not Penny's boat, and you're like, "Bruh, why? Yeah, it broke my heart." Dude, it broke oh man, my and heart. Desmond, I love. And like Desmond. the final thing he does is like the sign of the cross, and mm-hmm. oh, De- yeah, Desmond, Desmond is awesome, oh, dude. God. He was my favorite character for a while. Yeah, it's like Desmond, and then like yeah, he's you def- never know what's going on with Locke. It's like, I don't know what's going on with Locke. He's a crazy person, but he's great. You don't know if he's crazy or if, if, if destiny really does exist or sometimes you feel really sorry for him or you want nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. He's a mystery, but a lot of people who have watched it and I've talked to about is like, Oh, I never really liked Locke. Locke wasn't a good character. I I never trusted him. And I kind of came back with this retort, like, well, I never felt that way about Locke. I mean, everything he believed would happen, happened. Like, with the button, Naomi's crew, uh, the orchid. I mean, everything he did and followed through with happened. So, in my opinion, he's like, I think maybe my fourth favorite. Yeah. I think he's a really and good character. Probably one and of he's the, very likable. Yeah, and probably one of the greatest love stories in all of television, Sun and June. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's, uh, it's so that good. That broke man. my heart when the boat exploded, and I actually did think for a really long time that Jin had died. I was like thoroughly convinced, and then I see um, Danielle Russo's crew rescue him. I'm like, him. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, enough from the show that ended ten years ago. Um, that was yeah, that we're, was we're, your we're that right was now. your uh, lost talk. Uh, Episode eight four seven two was that was that it Oceanic Flight eight four uh, is Oceanic Flight eight one six eight one six yeah, yeah. 
I don't know, 8472. I don't know where that came from. 16, 23, 42. It's been a while for me, man. (laughs) I'm like, I can see, like, everything flooding back in your eyes. I am. Now I'm like, I want to watch a loss now. Dude, it's so good. Once you watch it, though, you're going to get sucked in, man. Like, you're going to want to just watch everything. And Boone, (laughs) oh, poor Boone, had so much potential. He gets crushed by a Cessna. Oh. Ugh. That was heartbreaking. I, I I forgot he was a character, man, and I feel really bad saying that. Same thing about Shannon. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. The siblings that you remember her heard about. It's just like uh, they're there until the very end. You were like, uh oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Huh. So uh, all right. So yeah, watching Lost. So that's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, glad you're <laughs> staying you. current with media. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, definitely something that everyone, all the all the kids, all the hip kids, you know, gonna love. Uh, is there is there a medium that you haven't done yet that you would want to do? Um, I really want to get into like um, animation first of all, and I'm actually kind of learning how to do that in my school right now, um, which is really cool. I've always been into drawing. And um, I just have never never really been good at, like, coloring and shading until I took this drawing class. And, oh, man, I, I've gotten so, so much better. Not to sound, like, arrogant or toot my own horn or anything, but really, like, there's a huge improvement. And I'm really, like, gaining towards – and I've been getting way better at digital art, too. And uh, I've been, like, working towards animation and um, right now, I'm, like, storyboarding and stuff, and it's great. And I actually have, like, a cartoon in the works that I want to pitch to, like, either Adult Swim or Netflix, uh, Hulu. Any streaming service or, ne- or uh, Adult Swim would be great. And, um, and learning how to animate. I've, got, I've already got the voiceover thing down. Like, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I've made my breakthrough. But, uh, but the animation uh, department... I really want to get into because that's where the real magic happens yeah. in my mind. Where it's like it's the process is it starts with the voices and then you animate around it, but you wouldn't have a cartoon without cartoons, you know. And I feel and I know for a fact like that's a completely different world, and I'm gonna have to adjust that. And there's I know there's gonna be like grueling amounts of work, but like all that hard work. Like, like when you sit down and watch, like, a 15-minute episode of, like, Steven Universe or something, and you go on with your day, I feel like a lot of people don't really appreciate, like, like all the work that went into animating just that one episode. And I feel like it will be really, really cool to, like, be a part of that world. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, that's uh, – I've, I've got uh, my friend uh, Sam Sawyer. She is creating the uh, her series. Like it just got kickstarted. She's uh, shopping it around to networks. It's called the Salem series, and she's got like Adam MacArthur from Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Rob Paulson's. Oh in wow! It. I know Adam. Yeah, he's oh he's a great dude. We did a we did a Dungeons yeah, and Dragons awesome. uh, session with him. Like his first time playing, um, <laughs> we did a session oh, with him. Man. It should become. I think i think it's scheduled to come out next week so i mean it should be out after your episode so let's listen to that yeah he's uh he was definitely a uh a character in it he yeah it was uh <laughs> it's one of it's one of those great things about D when you you create a whole 
uh, situation, world, adventure for everybody to go on. You've got everything kind of, you know, narrowed down. You're, you kind of, you know, keep your character, like your, your players' play styles, you know, ready to go. But then Adam just comes in. And I'm like, all right, so first things first, you're going to talk to this guy, and he's going to give you the quest. You know, simple, because it's a one-shot. It's supposed to be, like, maybe an hour long. Uh, I was like, that's going to be easy. Uh He's going to come introduce your stuff. First thing Adam does, I'm going to punch that guy. Be like, you want to punch that man? Be like, yeah. It's like, all right, roll to punch him. (laughs) Like, you, you you knocked him out. Now you got to wait. It's like, now now I got to wait. Well, <laughs> I, it's like, well, I, he's definitely well, a listen, wild card. Listen, man, if you, give, if you give someone a chance to be in a hypothetical world where anything goes, you're going to want to try some things, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's probably the only excuse I'm going to make for Adam hypothetically punching a kind man in the face. Yeah, I was just I'm like, going to have to talk to him later. Like the poor guy, he was just he was just he was just a bartender, he man. He was going to give you a quest, man. Like he was just doing his job. Like yeah, it's like D&D's fantastic. Um but uh yeah, I mean she's got oh, like yeah, uh sure. Laura Bailey, Rob Paulson's in it. So like she's got some really good, you know, actors wow. uh actors ready to go. But yeah, she's, you know, going out doing the animation, you know, creating the story, the world, everything. So it is definitely an undertaking. All you had to say was Rob Paulson, oh. and I would immediately have... Jeez. Rob, I, uh, I actually went to um, Birmingham Comic-Con uh, like a month ago, mm-hmm. and Rob Paulson was there, and he was one of the few voice actors that I didn't really get to chat with. Um, I talked with Zach Aguilar, who voices... Um, I don't watch Demon Slayer, so I don't know the names, but he voices the main character. And um, so I got to chat with him. I got to chat a little bit with uh, Christina V. You know, just uh, Jason Liebherr. So um, a lot lot of cool people. Uh, Steve Bloom. But Rob Paulson, man, he was just like... When he walked in the room, there was just something about him like... You're just kind of like relaxed, and you're yeah. like, "This is this is the dude." And he'll like look over at you and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you just like get this like, "Oh, I just want to talk to this guy for hours, but wow. I can't because I have things to do." Mm-hmm. I've I've only met him the one time, and it was at the like the Kickstarter launch party for Salem, and I got to meet him, and I was like, "This dude like voiced like half of my childhood." So I'm like, it was an absolute. And his voice pleasure. is like honey. Like you could listen oh, to it yeah. for days. Like he was just he was just talking, and he was doing like and like the way that he can, uh, you know, just go into all of his characters is phenomenal. Like he was just you know be regular yeah, talking, and then right. he'd like slip into Carl and like slip into <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, my goodness, like dude, this guy's just he's crazy talented. He is, and yeah, he made my childhood too. Like Jimmy Neutron and the Animaniacs, um, Danny Phantom. Mm-hmm. I like grew up on all of those, and it's definitely really cool. And and that's what I really like about doing those conventions is it's like you get to see the legacy you've created. No, I, I probably wouldn't use like the word legacy to describe it, but it's like it's like a nostalgic crowd. You know, they've been they've been watching that show that you do for years now. And Gumball's been out for, like, seven years. Seven, I actually want to say, like, maybe nine or ten years. And, like, that's, like, ten years. So, like, when I meet those, like, uh, like 21-year-olds 
or like 25 year olds who like are coming up and saying, I I love your show and everything. And in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh, well we appeal to like these older audiences. That's crazy. Well, it's because they've been watching it since they were teenagers. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, especially like uh, something like that where you've basically grown up with this series. And so like you've grown up with these fans, like that's gotta be something. Cause you know, Cause I mean, you're you're yeah. a, you're a young actor, so I mean, you're not like you're a you know forty year old grizzled old veteran who's you know voicing this <laughs> character. Like you're growing up with these characters, with these fans. Right. So like, how how is right. that for you? Is that like is that like surreal when you go to conventions? It's it's definitely surreal because I I only recently started doing it. I've only done like three. I started like uh, last year, or maybe a little bit more than that. But it's it's like not only have they grown up, but since I started at such a young age, I can I can say that I've grown up, like they've grown up with me too, you know, and it's it's crazy because I never thought about it like that as a younger kid, but now that I'm like eighteen, I'm like looking oh, back at all this. Yeah, that's tomorrow, buddy. All right, listen, you're still, man. You're you still seventeen. Just, like, you Your birthday's not till tomorrow. You can't vape yet. <laughs> oh, I don't think you can vape anyway. I think they like didn't they like just raise it to twenty one. You can't even vape yet. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, I don't even want to vape ever. <laughs> it's probably really bad for me. This what is true. Yeah, but yeah, Mister Seventeen Year Old, that's an eighteen year old. It's like no, sir. But yeah, it's 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 definitely surreal. Uh, there's no other way I could put that. Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank tomorrow, you. <laughs> not today. Happy birthday yeah. tomorrow. So okay, so so you're wanting to you know get into uh, animation and everything. What type of stories do you want to tell? I um. I don't want to give too much away of like what I have in store. Oh yeah, works, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, it, I'm not asking for that. Like, this, like what type of like are like? Do you want to do like a lot of like sci-fi stuff? Do you want to do like the fantasy yeah, I, genre? I, would, I was I was gonna tell the genre okay. for sure. I want to really get into like um like hero storylines, but like um what if heroes really did exist in real life type of thing, and I also want to incorporate like how superpowers would like like how superpowers would really be like, would they be inherited? Would they be learned? You know, and if they were learned, would that be a bad thing? You know, I, I want to dive into like the philosophical parts of it. And there's definitely a lot of, um, philosophy in it as well. Uh, like good and evil, uh, imagery and, uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Is Alan Moore talking? Like What's going on? <laughs> Alan Moore has joined the chat with uh, with the Watchmen. Everybody, basically, I was like, "What Come. in the world?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like telling those stories. Of course, it's going to have like comedy and relate to teenage life, uh, older adult life. Definitely not really going to be suited for younger kids. I'd say like. At the very least, it would be maybe thirteen or twelve. Okay, so you're but, you're not uh, shooting would, for like would... a big mouth type of audience. You're going more for that like Family Guy audience. 
All right, listen, man, how dare you tell me I'm going for a family guy audience. Listen here, buddy. Hey, hold on a second. You're going for that Venture Brothers audience. Is that better? Is that that's still a little bit? Uh, I'd probably say I'm going for like that Adventure Time, but okay. older audience, I guess. Maybe like a regular show Adventure Time audience, because okay. that, that, like, that definitely appeals to, I'd say a max, maybe like mid-twenties or early thirties, I'd say. Right? Yeah, Am but, I, but, yeah, it's one of those things like, um, when Adventure Time came out, like, that was one of those, like, there were young kids watching it, and there were older kids watching it, and there were teenagers watching it, and, you know, adults were watching it, but, like, with, like, something like Regular Show, I don't know a single child that watched Regular Show. I, like, I got into it. Uh, when I was like ten, but I could never really stay invested because it was definitely aimed for older yeah, audiences. Yeah, it's definitely way over and the heads of a I, lot I just, of people. Yeah, and like I really did not know what was happening when I watched it. I didn't get anything, and I like got into it when I was around fourteen or something. Is when I kind of started to understand everything, and um, yeah, that was that. Those are one of those shows that. I don't know how, but, like, they got away with swearing on Cartoon Network. Like, I don't know how that happens, dude. It's, it's... Like, if... It, I, I'm employed and I don't know. <laughs> like, that's... It's really odd. It's, it's one of those weird things where, like, the censorship in, like, animation... Like, when I was growing up, like, we had, like... Because, like, Toonami had just started. So we were just starting to get Toonami... Um, they had the, it was heavily edited everywhere, but then they would do Toonami After Dark, and then you would get to, right. you would get to hear like them swear on Gundam, and you're like, oh, what are these cartoon characters? They're swearing, and it was one of those like crazy things that like you had never heard from before. But now it's just like yeah, you watch something like the regular show, and you're just like, oh yeah, we we just do that, and then you have stuff like Rick and Morty now, where it's just like you know we just go, right. we just go for it because who cares. And that was always really weird to me. Like, as a kid, I grew up on um, Dragon Ball Z Kai, which was on Toonami, but, like, no swearing. for. Or no, 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 no. If it was on Toonami, there would have been swearing. It was on Nick. I watched it on Nickelodeon, it on Nickelodeon? when I was growing up. Yeah, like, for I don't know how. But, um, yeah, they showed it on Nickelodeon, and um, I had watched on YouTube when um, – 18 gives Krillin a kiss on the cheek for like, the first time and flies away. And um, when I watched it on Nick, like I had watched this prior, so I was really excited for this episode. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. And I watched it on Nick and they didn't show it. And that was when my little child brain realized that there was a thing in the world called censorship and they wouldn't show certain things. So I was like, what? So I finally realized that the true place to watch it was Toonami and Adult Swim. And then I got to see everything. And for the first time, I was watching these cartoon characters swear. And for some reason, that was like the coolest thing to me. Probably because I was like 13, trying to be an edgy teen. <laughs> and you're like, they said I feel like swear. we can all do that. Yeah. Um, I was like, now I'm going to do it. <laughs> And then you didn't because you were scared, because or or was that just me? It's like no, I was, I was terrified. I didn't do it. I'm just trying to sound cool, man. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, with your friends and everything, you're like, yeah, <laughs> because we're little rat-faced teenagers, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be a-holes. 
but yeah, like uh, and also Dragon Ball. Exactly. Yeah, be like, oh, can you remember when he ripped that guy? No, I'm just uh, like, oh god, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I those were the good old days of Dragon Ball Z. Um, like old Dragon Ball Z, not Kai, <laughs> where they slimmed everything down and made it watchable. Not yeah. Whereas in DBZ, like Goku charges a spirit what, bomb for three episodes, opinion, misses, and you're like, Goku, <laughs> really? Why? Like Cell and Piccolo have is a this, talk for like seven and it... a half episodes, and you're like, I don't just somebody just kill him, Cell. Like just do it, man. Like why are you waiting? <laughs> He's growing an there arm back. Like 50 openings. Oh, man. Uh, so, Jacob, you are the celebrity ambassador to the Jonathan Foundation. Um, what what exactly is the Jonathan Foundation? Yeah, so um, the Jonathan Foundation is a, a foundation that I've been a part of for like seven years now. Um, it gets the uh, proper education and IEPs for children with learning disabilities. And um, my I got involved with it because my mom is actually really, really good friends, really, really good friends with the founder, Raja Mahabra. And, uh, and I've been doing it for so long now. I've been promoting it through my Instagram and Twitter, attending to their annual events, uh, donating a lot of my time and money to it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it just really like resonates with me because there are a lot of people in my life who have learning disabilities and I've gotten them to be a part of the Jonathan foundation and watching them get a better education better IEP, uh, watching their social skills improve just their life as a whole, just getting so much better because of this foundation is beautiful. And just the feeling I get when I see that, like when you see someone you really care about and their life completely go for a 180 in the best possible way that it's great. And, um, if, if I could take a little bit of my time to actually promote, um, a little fundraising campaign I'm doing for the Jonathan foundation, Mm -hmm. which by the way, would be really fun for anyone listening and would want to participate. If you like my hero academia or dragon ball Z merch, then you might want to take a little listen to this. So I have two Funimation gift baskets and the first one I'm doing is my hero academia themed. It's $600 worth of Funimation products of my hero academia, uh, books, um, Backpacks, T-shirts, sweaters. Uh, I got the first movie in there. Trading cards, board games, everything you could think of that you would want My Hero Academia wise is in there. And um, all you you have to do to have a chance to win it is go to thejonathanfoundation.org and donate five dollars. And that's all you got to do in order to win that. And uh, I'll actually be like keeping you guys updated, whoever wants to participate, which you should because it would be awesome, uh, through my Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is HopkinsJacob, and my Twitter is HopkinsJacob5. Um, and I'll definitely be like updating everyone through that every day. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I want to say about that. But it's really cool that I get to do it for the foundation too. Definitely, and we'll put you know the links to you know your social – which again, we usually wait until towards the end of the podcast to, to, awesome, to promote awesome. you. 
Um, but yeah, again, you decided that you wanted to jump ahead of everything. That's fine. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, a little, um, uh, little uh, passive yeah. aggressiveness. <laughs> oh, just a bit, you know. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. Um, we'll put uh, we'll put links to your social uh, and the links to the Jonathan Foundation and for your giveaway uh, in the show notes. So if you guys want to follow Jonathan, uh, get a hop on board for that giveaway. Just click on the show notes. You'll see the links. Click on those. It'll take you right there. Um, so I, did I call you Jonathan? You did, but it's, you know what? You could have just like rolled with it and you, you could have been just talking about Jonathan Mahavra himself. So, but you know what? That's a okay. Cause my name also begins with J and that rhymed. So there you go. Hey, at least I didn't call you Jason. I called, uh, Jason Simpson, (laughs) Jason once and he's just gone. He's just rolled with it. So maybe you should just change your name to Jonathan. It works out well for people when I butcher <laughs> your name. Jason also sounds really cool because it sounds like a really cool evil character. So you just go with that. Ah, like, oh, Jason. And you're like, oh, no. He's a scary man. <laughs> um, so uh, real quick, Jay, uh, one, uh, one last question here. Um, what's your dream role? Oh, my like, dream. Do, do you want to be in the Star War? Do do you want to do stuff like that? <laughs> do I want to be in the Star War? Um, th- let's I would be love honest, to be guys. It's just Star one war. war that just goes through like nine different movies. It's the same war. <laughs> just saying. Just just throwing that out there. Also, Marvel sounds really cool. I definitely want to be a Marvel superhero. I don't know what superhero would be because a lot of them have been done. Maybe Nova. Like I don't know. Oh, There's Nova a lot of would people be cool. have. Yeah, there's a ton of possibilities that they can do, um, but yeah, definitely. Like that's that's in my bucket list. Like being in a Marvel uh, movie as a Marvel superhero is my dream role, you, for you sure. You don't want to be a DC superhero? Well, uh, animated. <laughs> oh, fine. Okay. Well, we're done now. So uh, that was the end of the episode, everybody. Uh, apparently, Jonathan. Doesn't want to be in the uh, DC Cinematic Universe as a young Tim Drake, so. <laughs> well, hold on a second. If you're going that route, then uh, by all means, I'm all ears. You like? I feel like being in a DC movie would still be really cool. Like, yeah, obviously being like a young Robin or something would be great. But they got great animated movies too, man. Like oh, the God. Red Sun just came out, and that that is awesome. Like. You need to go see that if you're a DC fan. Um, but yeah, like those animated DC movies are what I grew up on, and that'd be really, really freaking cool if I was in one. So if you're listening, Warner Brothers, <laughs> dear Warner Brothers, you like he Jacob was literally saying he wants to be Tim Drake, the the Robin that you've completely let die, like. <laughs> Didn't even kill him. At least they killed Jason Todd to bring him back later. They just, like, forgot about Tim Drake, and it hurts inside, because he's my favorite Robin. Uh, I got that under the Red Hood reference, but yeah, go on. Yeah, no. Just bring him <laughs> back. You could be with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Jacob, dude, thanks thanks so much for coming on. It was, it was a blast. Oh, my pleasure, man. I had a really great time, too. Oh, man. And uh, I see, like, right now, uh, you can be found on DreamWorks' Dragons Rescue Riders Season 2 on Netflix, correct? Yes, I can. That's right, sir. 
Anything, anything upcoming that you're allowed to tell us about? Well, I'll take this time to talk a little bit about Goldbergs and Rescue Riders. Um, first thing I want to mention is I actually do have a couple new episodes of the Goldbergs coming out, and uh, I'll keep you posted on nice. those again through my social media, which I'll I'll plug in later. So don't worry. Oh no, you've already plugged um, it, so we're done now. <laughs> and uh, and I. Yeah, and I get to talk about uh, Dragon Rescue Riders, Axel Fink. I voice Axel Fink. Um, he's a bit of, bit of good, a bit of bad, a bit of both. Uh, he's definitely a really fun character. You never really know what he's up to. Maybe he wants to become a rescue rider. Maybe he just wants to trick everyone and use the dragons to take over the world for himself. Or maybe he just wants to be loved by a dragon. You never really know what his mission is, but he's definitely a mysterious type. So uh, if, if you're itching to watch something like that in the dragon world, then I got you covered. Nice. Um, oh, let's, you know, just for, just for fun, Jonathan... Um... <laughs> Where can everybody find you social media-wise, in case they weren't paying attention? Well, well, Josh Kane, you can find us. Uh, yeah, my Twitter is HopkinsJacob5, and my Instagram is HopkinsJake, if I haven't said that already, but something tells me I did, could be wrong. Hold on, were there five other Hopkins Jacobs? Yeah, yeah, really? I, I'm the fifth one. I'm also I'm also kidding about that, by the way. I, I chose the number five because that's the age I started acting. <laughs> okay, I'll allow that. Like, at least you weren't like Jacob Hopkins three three six nine eight, and you're just like, what does that stand for? I don't know. I just popped in some numbers. Know. Like the numwalk <laughs> wasn't off, so I don't know what happened. Oh man. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast. All of our episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com. Jacob, man, thanks again so much for coming on. Oh, it was my pleasure, Josh. Thank you. Uh, no problem. So for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. And I'm Jacob Hopkins. Bye, everybody. See ya.